And so last week I was telling you it had to be a short pod because I had a lot of shit going on and I wasn't just talking about, you know, Team of Destiny, which is obviously huge and it's occupied my mind quite a bit, nor was I just talking about the totalitarian state, which is encroaching upon us every single day, mass psychosis out there. I can't even believe what people believe. I can't even believe I'm reading what I'm reading half the time, what they're doing on these college campuses, craziness. But it wasn't just that. <laughs> we we're also selling Rotowire, the company that I've you know, basically worked with my whole adult life. In my late 20s, I started and I'm 50 now. Uh, and we we're selling that company all going on at the same time. And I was a bit stressed because, you know, we, not everybody, we all want like a little different thing and, and everything. And I, I have to say, I just can't believe it, how harmonious it was. The lawyer we had was really good. It wasn't, I was like, oh man, I got to get on these conference calls with the lawyer. This is going to be hell. It actually wasn't that bad. Everybody, everybody, I think is very happy with the deal. You know, I, I think uh, Peter, the president, Pete Shanky, worked pretty hard to like go to bat for what we all wanted in the deal. We didn't all want the same thing. You know, we sold it to this company. It's GDC. It's gambling.com. They're a, a public company. That was kind yeah, of congratulations. Big... Well, I should give you a hard time for ha having me find out with the rest of the plebs. You, uh, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you did well for yourself yeah. and the whole company. Congratulations to everyone. I was talking backstage to you, but Peter Shanky doing God's worth inventor of the player note. Uh, we were devastated, my friends, back in the day when Roto News went dark overnight, you know? So tell, tell, tell that story. Yeah, the whole thing of how it started. I'll just say one thing about me not telling you. I didn't even tell my mom, who I still haven't told because I'm uh, sick okay. this week. Okay, I woke up really fair, sick Monday. Fair. And because my mom would blabber, like, go to Facebook, whatever. I did tell some, like, random friends I have here because they don't know anyone I know. But you were like, you know, you know everybody I know. So, uh, so I had to keep it quiet for legal reasons. But, yeah, sorry to uh, bust it out on everybody later. But it is what it is. But the story, Rotowire, you know, just really quick. You know, they started, I think, in 97 and started Player Notes. And basically, you know, 97, we were playing fantasies before your time. If you wanted like information on an injury, I remember I had Fernando Vina, the second baseman of the Brewers, and he got hurt and I was playing ESPN's fantasy game. And like, you know, if USA didn't have it or whatever, if the national paper didn't have it, you had to like search for it. But there was like searching There's wasn't no aggregator, a player notes. There wasn't even like Google, right? I mean, it was like these search sites that were like not very good. But eventually there was a site called Sports Pages that came up. They had all like links. They just had, it was just a one page of links mm -hmm. to every team in baseball. So you, you pull up that page, you click on the link to like the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and maybe they'd have something on Fernando Vina and how long he'd be out. And that was a real pain in the ass, but it was better than, you know, not knowing and just guessing uh, or just hoping USA Today would have it. And so, uh, and then, uh, so, you know, Peter started doing it. Peter, Jeff and Herb started it and basically just started taking all of the notes from all the sources, linking to them and analyzing them and just putting that in a feed. And that got so many views that uh, there were a lot of suitors to buy them. Unfortunately, fortunately for me, but unfortunately for them, they sold to a uh, piece of shit uh, company that was trying to go public in the uh, dot-com era called Broadband, Fraudband Sports, anyone did business with them. And Fraudband uh, just timed it wrong. And you know when the market crashed, they went out of business and that was the end of Roto News. They wouldn't give it back to Peter. And so we started Roto Wire. I was working. So the story for me, how I came in was I started working for them before they bought, were bought by Broadband, but just as a freelancer. And then when, uh, when Broadband bought them, they were in Chicago. Broadband was in LA. They moved to LA and I was in LA. And then a couple guys who were working for them got into a fight. One of them quit. And so they needed somebody and they already knew me for a few months from like doing like good freelance work for them. So they hired me. And then I, I came to the office and started uh, working for them. It's really funny. I don't know if you know Len Hochberg. He does our golf and he, he's on yeah. the XM show and he was at the steak dinner, right? And Len is 
probably like 10 years older than me. Don't want to insult you, Len, if you're not that much older than me. I think he's at least 10 years older than me. And Len, there was two guys that hired me at Broadband. He was working for Broadband. That's how we know him. And I had an interview with him. And he didn't remember that. At the steak dinner this summer, I said, Len, you know you're one of the guys that hired me at, Roto, at, at, you know, at Broadband. RotoWire was, was part of Roto News was part of Broadband. Anyway, just funny. And he didn't remember me at all. Of course, I remembered him. I was trying to get a job. I'm just some random dude he, he interviewed at the time. Just a long story. So I was, I was working for Broadband. Broadband went bust. They wouldn't give Peter and us rotonews.com back, even though Peter offered to pay like 25 grand for it. They said, no, we could sell it for a million. Of course they didn't. We ended up buying it back five years later in an auction for like nothing, um, just to own it, just to like get it back. We started Rotowire, you know, a month later. And that's, you know, the rest is kind of history, but that's it. That's, you know, 20 years and we sold it. It, it seemed like everyone was really happy about it. And, and it seemed like it was a good deal. So yeah. Yeah. All... Congrats to you and the whole team. That's sick. Nice. Big news. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. I didn't see that coming. We, kept, we did a good job of keeping it quiet, right? Nobody really knew. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know you didn't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No hints at all. Yeah, you're busy. Yeah, so big, man. If you're not stressed enough, I, I, the survivor's enough stress in my life. I mean, I, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, I know. I was yeah, dealing with two things. Yeah. I was dealing with Survivor yeah. and the sale of yeah. this company, and and I was, you know, I didn't do any work on it. It was Peter and Shu who did all the work, but I thought it was going to be way worse. You know, like the legal meetings, the the due diligence, all the stuff. I, I mean, I didn't do the due diligence, but I mean, just like the disclosures and being on the phone with the lawyer. Lawyer was cool. It was pretty easy. Everybody was agreeable, like about stuff. Anyway, it was it was good all around, and uh, yeah, it was one of the more harmonious uh, type of things. And, and I have to just say, you know, like uh, these five dudes that you know I didn't grow up with or anything. They they went to three of them went to Northwestern. Schuler was working at broadband. We've had disagreements, arguments, even, you know, sometimes we get angry at each other, but it's pretty rare to 20 years with five dudes and like never once did anyone ever, ever do anything shady ever. You know, I don't, I mean, even like not pay out the league fee or not pay this or take something for themselves or, or do something shady with expenses. Like, you know, cause we all had expense, you know, I, I could go buy something or take clients out or do something and, you know, anybody that can be abused, N nobody ever did anything, not like a penny of abuse. So it's just kind of crazy. You know, those guys, Jeff Erickson, everyone knows, and Herb, no one knows. He's the curmudgeon tech guy. You know, Pete, people know. Schuler, few is people know. Still, is Herb still not like Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I don't know if he doesn't. I think he likes Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it lately. But uh, yeah, why didn't he not like Aaron Rodgers? When was that? I, I don't know. I don't know. He was hard on him. I mean, dinner years and years ago. He's very, uh, very hard on him. Like, man, uh, you're, 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 you're post Super Bowl you're, before he won the Super Bowl. I can't after. remember exactly when yeah. it is when it uh, was. Don't let me put words. Some in Vegas. Mouth. Some I love, Vegas. I love him. I love. Yeah, I love him. Vegas dinner. Yeah, Herb's funny. So yeah, no, I mean, it's just just very lucky for me. I mean, I you know, I was some dude who went to law school, did not want to do that. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and uh, I just got very fortunate to be connected with um, high quality people. So. Yeah, man. Exciting. That's a uh, yeah, big congratulations. Like I said to everyone, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And I don't know how long I'm going to stay on. I'm definitely finishing up football. I'm open to anything. Everything's like good terms, but you know, I'm also open to doing some of my own stuff. I, I can't imagine it going down any more, uh, any more nicely than smoothly. it did. Smoothly. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So what about the Broncos? That didn't go as smoothly. Uh, all these well, uh, people I mean, trying to jinx it. Yeah. Okay, fine. The result was fine, but all these people just congratulating us before, before the game, I mean, I don't think that our whole point is motive. That's how we've gotten this far. And that was taken away from us. So, I, I mean, at halftime, it was 14 to 10 before a long kick made it 17-10. And we, were, we weren't too happy with uh, the people patting us on the back at that point, were we? 
No, I, I didn't like that. I mean, yeah, you and I, like, we're very, like, we're, we're not looking. The baseline is baked into the line, like the baseline quality of the team, mostly. You might have, like, a Rufus stat or a, a nerd stat that shows that the baselines, you know, could be a little over here instead of over here, but it's mostly baked into the line. But even if a team has a given baseline, whether they play above or below it, their A game or their C game, not just their B game, their normal game, you know, that 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 fluctuates week to week. And I think you and I have been pretty good or lucky, depending on what people think. We're the team of destiny, so I don't really care how you want to characterize what destiny is, luck or skill or whatever. It's both, you know, we've been pretty good at like kind of figuring out the ebbs and flows of that. And we had picked out a, a game. Obviously, they were a big favorite, but they weren't the biggest favorite. They're eight points mm -hmm. at the beginning of the week. The Chargers were 10. And even those other games like Seattle and Tennessee were the same amount. And we were on the Broncos, both of us, because they had just lost to the Chiefs. The Lions had just won their Super Bowl. They'd got the win. There's no need for them ever to win again. And Swift was still out, their most dangerous player. And we're like, this is perfect. They're going to go to Denver. They're going to be, you know, it's a hard game, hard defense. Perfect. And then they start losing all these players. And was like, oh, look, you, you already won. What a great, uh, it's funny, whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. Now Denver's going to come out flat because they're going to think this is a joke. And this is not what we want, even though, Obviously, if, they, if we knew they would come out on fire, then we'd be happy that they didn't have any players because the, the baseline of the Lions got lowered. But what, by two points, the line moved? The baseline got lowered for the Lions. But if, if the baseline got, gets lowered by two, three points, okay, that's good. But you're not looking at the, at, you know, the fluctuation getting changed by that. And I didn't like it. And you, you didn't like it. And people were patting us on the back. And look, if, you, if it was so obvious the Broncos were going to win all these people pound respect, go to Vegas and put your life savings money line on the Broncos. You'll get 10% of it immediately overnight, right? I mean, you got, you got hundred grand, you get 10 grand for free. It's worth it. It'll pay for your first class flight to Vegas and a couple grand in gambling money, right? I mean, you're not going to do that because the Lions can win because it's not a, a zero chance. So I didn't like that. I love that people are on the team of destiny. Obviously I just didn't like the, the smugness. I know it was meant well. I don't, I don't, not angry at anybody, but it just was making me uneasy. Well, even our pool, you know, 90% of the people available were on them and they could have had other, you know, definitely other options. I mean, it got really popular. Yeah, not 90%, but yeah. Was it, no, no, nine, nine of the 10, I think, took it. I thought not, it was. Nine of the 90% of the people that have been available, right, but there were right. 23 people. I mean, yeah. there would have been six or seven and probably two or three moved when yeah. all that stuff happened. So, you know, whatever. We anyway, want everybody. We made it. Javante Williams is the man. We did it. We yeah. survived. I mean, yeah, they they were flat. We were right about that. And then, but well, they did know, jump they... out to a fourteen nothing lead. And then I guess yeah. they they made. But they they, they got the they got very uh, lax and yeah. and they weren't sharp. And then the the skill differential. Just, I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. if your team is at a high baseline, the other team's at a low baseline, or your team's at a moderately high baseline, the other team's at a league worst baseline, <laughs> you have a lot of room to fluctuate and still win. But give me the, you know, give me some edge and then a really good setup. If I know the team's playing its A game, that that to me is like more important because you know any team could beat any team on a given Sunday. And that's that's what Survivor's about, right? It's that it's that time when your team plays its C game and right. the underdog plays its A game and those get matched up and you lose. You know, it's it's enough. So that uh so I was ready to call you right at the end of this toward the Niner game. I'm not sure if it was past your Betty by time or not, but I was, you know, Niners that looked like we're gonna lose to the Bengals. And I was gonna be like, man, I know you have this other set in your mind, but Niners losing next week, they're gonna be comfortably favorites at home against the Falcons. Um, uh, whereas then we could maybe I know you don't you want to be contrarian, but saving the Cardinals might be the safe, might be the right move this time for that Christmas. Oh, but the Niners storm back, no thanks to Robbie Gold, win that game, and then Arizona goes out and loses Monday yeah. night. 
And now I am not making that phone call to you. And I'm just letting destiny go. I mean, that's what you have planned out all along. So this is in the, since week three and we didn't plan it out until recently, but starting around Thanksgiving, when we had to think it through, we started to look a little bit and this was sort of the path. And obviously we knew we'd have to deviate if we had to. I like Arizona that they lost. Arizona, by the way, I mean, this may be a small sample, but they haven't lost. Three and three road. at home, seven and oh on the yeah. road. Three yeah. and three at home, seven and oh. Not only does that theoretically help us this week, but. Right. Even yeah. yeah. The, okay. At so, home against the hopefully desperate Colts team. I mean, that's. Right, and right. you lose Hopkins on that final drive. Do you realize they lost Hopkins and Connor all out right after a Rams guy had a sure interception game over? And I'm like, well, please don't have an injury now because at this point I'm all in. Go lose Cardinals. I'm in on your plan. Right. And, uh, Hopkins out for the season and Connor now big iffy, but you could look at it this way. Hopefully they still have enough to beat the lions. That 13 point spread seems awfully big. I um, made a 10. I took the lions. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, so, yeah. And so, then still be banged up for that game against the Colts. Anyway, continue. Right. That's what I see. And you know, the Colts are playing the Patriots who might beat them. And then they've just got to win out because they will be seven and seven. They got to go 10 and seven to make plus. They have two easy games. They get Raiders at home and at Jacksonville 17 and 18, but they got the Cardinals in 16 Christmas day. And so, the Colts will be in a must-win game. The Cardinals, with some injuries, will be still just fighting for, you know, seeding. And I think at home, that's It never works that... out this way. And the Colts are also going to be on extra rest, playing on a Saturday. Guess what their home road splits are, Liz? Have you looked? They're better on the road? Three and four at home, four and two on the road. I mean, okay, it's okay. just wild. Okay, I mean, okay. it's, it's weird. But anyway, okay. the Falcons are one and five at home and five and two on the road. If they could, I mean, I hope they beat the Niners to make the Niners home. are bad at home. At home. And, yeah. yeah, I know. So, okay. So this is the thing. So yeah, I mean, we could take the Niners this week and save the Cardinals. Absolutely. I think we could, yes, we could do that. Right. And I think most people will do that. Actually. I think most people do because Tennessee and the Niners, you know what the look ahead line is? Do you happen to know? Yeah, I, I texted pick, you. Well, you, yeah, I, know, I didn't respond. Worst case first, scenario. Okay. You know what? I woke up to that and I thought that meant Murray, the whole Arizona was on COVID or something, but no, you just meant that yeah, following game. Yeah. I, I, it's a literally a pick them. Yeah. No, that's worst case scenario because I was like, if we keep Tennessee and the Niners and save those for Christmas Day, and just to back up so people know, we have to pick a game. Team of Destiny has to pick a game on Christmas Day, Saturday, or the Thursday. Those three. It's just like Thanksgiving. It's its own slate. Explain this. We have this. to get there too. We have to win. And we've already used too. Green Bay and the and the Browns, so those are used up. We've already used the Colts, so we only have Arizona. And the two teams on Thursday night. So we're like, okay, we burn Arizona in Detroit. It's by far the best game. I think it's better than the Niners at home in the setup that we have. And I mean, because Detroit is worse than Atlanta. Atlanta has at least something. But then we're stuck with the Thursday game. And we're like, okay, we'll have the favorite in that game. If we save those two teams, just look at what we had the Bears minus two at Detroit. It wasn't much, but it was the, a favorite and we used it. And we barely got by. Worst case, I always said, was a pick em where we don't even have a favorite. It's literally a coin flip for all of the marbles. And, you know, there's no, like, right, well, you know, at least we have a little edge. We got nothing in this game. But I actually do hope Tennessee just got an easy win. I, they can probably beat Pittsburgh. It'll be a tough game. I hope they win by, like, a point. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, though. Beat okay. them up, hopefully, physically in a okay. tough spot win. P- Come on. Pittsburgh, Tennessee Pittsburgh. in overtime. Tennessee in overtime. Right. In overtime, Pittsburgh is a lot of teams used to Pittsburgh's not as physical this year, but they used to like do badly the week after playing right. Pittsburgh. Everything's lining up just right. By right? the way, so, Niners coming off an overtime game too. And like banged up guys still. Dude, I would love. And there's only like 13 people have the Cardinals, I want to say. And there's like almost everybody has the, the Niners left and people have the Dolphins left. There's, there's some other teams. So some, some people will be on the Dolphins against the Jets. Nobody has Dallas oh, left, yeah. I don't think. Oh, yeah. Nobody has Buffalo left. A couple of people have Tampa left, but they're, I think they're saving them for week 18. 
you know, that craziness. Couple things. I, I made I made the Dolphins my best bet in staff picks. I think that should be the largest line, but we don't have them. And Arizona, I love the setup with the loss, but just to be clear though, it's a short week. They're dealing with some uh, right. injuries. I saw like the FPI, whatever that means. Scroll below ESPN, say they have an eighty-one percent chance of winning that game, which sounds a lot scarier than a thirteen-point favorite. You know, you wouldn't get in the airplane test if you have a nineteen percent chance of going down. Well, thirteen-point favorite implies like eighty-eight, but I agree. That's it's what more I'm like 80, eighty-four or eighty-three. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I looked at that FPI, whatever that nerd one uh, means. And then Hawkinson and Swift are both looking possibly out again, though. So you like that. And you just love the Cardinals team coming off a loss. And they are fighting. I just like the fact that they're, they're off the loss. You know the Cardinals trust. have – fun fact of the Cardinals. The most fumbles in the NFL, 25. The fewest lost in the NFL, three. Murray's has 10 fumbles, lost zero. Let's hope that regression – Put it off one more week and then really regress come Christmas Day. Really regress on those fumbles. About four or five fumbles. How sick. How sick. Christmas Day. Dude, what, what a Christmas present that would be. What could go wrong? Be. What could go wrong, Liz? This is all planned out. What could possibly I mean, go wrong? I mean, I, it's just happening, right? I, I feel like, dude, I won my uh, prime time, 7K. Oh, nice. Congrats. I made oh, the playoffs. Nice. I, dude, I'm having a ridiculous year. I, I made the playoffs in, in one of the other Beat Chris Liz's. Uh, we got to settle up. We have a, I think you're going to owe me some money at the end, though. I did lose 100 to you in that one B Chris list we're in. You won, and you won my Survivor. You, you I won your out. Survivor, was uh, split yeah. it with Ted Bell, 1,550. Yeah. I, Props to I, him for saying I, there's no way out of rooting. You know, he didn't want to root against, honestly, yeah, I don't think so, he wanted to root against the Team of Destiny. So yeah, he knew I was going to match the Team of Destiny pick. So for him to beat us, he would have to destroy the Team of Destiny, and he didn't want yeah. that wouldn't bring him Thank joy. You. So Thank he put you, yeah. the uh, the greater good over his personal fortune. So there was that. I, I mean, all three of like the those like, our money. leagues, yeah, our stake and Vegas and Vegas. In, Invitational League. And uh, I, I had the most points in the FSGA League. I didn't make it in Wavos. So I, I thought I made it. I was the sixth seed. And then there's most points. But it pissed me off because I had more points than like the fourth seed. But yeah. because it's like that, that should be the way to go, though. The sixth seed that screwed us in League of Leagues. We would have been in the playoffs. They don't have it. It's a 14 team league. We finished like 11 points. It's a joke. We had like the right. third or fourth most points, even right. though a million injuries. And we're yeah. going to get like you know, in the, how the rotisserie works, it's bad. We've got like three points for football with by far the most loaded team before the season. That's happened two straight years with that. Shows how ridiculous, uh, unpredictable football is. Both years, because it's a three-sport league, we could enter with unfair advantages on paper, you know? And we right. just looked. We had like uh, seven players in the top 25 ADP in the main event. Stuff like that. And, and finishing 11th. That's two years in a row that's happened. So funny. Football's so weird. So in the, in the Big Chris List 1, where I made the playoffs, second place, I didn't get the first place. My first pick was Barkley. My second pick was Hopkins. My third pick was McLaurin. My fourth pick was Cooper Cup. My fifth pick was Mark Andrews. Uh, so just those two guys, basically. I had a couple other okay picks, but literally, it was like those two guys, especially Cup. I mean, I had a bad team, you know, but it was just that Football is so weird. It doesn't matter where you pick this year. You just had to get Cooper Cup, pick up a couple of good players. I think I picked, I, I drafted Elijah Mitchell, dropped him, and then went all into my fab to pick him up, two or whatever. Uh, Speaking and, of Hopkins, and, please give me a hard time for that bet. Well, when you draft old man Hopkins, who does get injured, like I said, and you're just like, oh, I won that bet against Calvin Ridley. Sorry, I didn't predict him walking the earth like Jules. Pardon me. Next well, time I'll, I'll do better at that. But Sorry, uh, you know. sorry. You know, it is tough. And it was funny because we didn't make a game's play limit because Ridley had hurt his foot. The reason I drafted Hopkins over Ridley, the only reason was because Ridley had that foot surgery. And I thought, we can't – I don't want to uh, – give you a game's play limit, you know, like, oh, it's got to be 12 games because that, that was the risk. So we didn't, you didn't, you know, this is obviously not a, a cor I'm not correct, you know, that Hopkins was a good pick. It's just that because it is what it is, I'm going to win. So I had to pay you a hundred bucks, like, 
Lamar Miller versus Adrian Peterson because like Peterson tore his ACL yeah. like week two or something, so, yeah. something stupid like that. So it is it come goes around, comes around. But yeah, it's been a good year. And the primetime team, I'm a little worried. And, but the problem with that, uh, that beat Chris List team is that I had Hopkins as one of my receivers and McLaurin. They were both healthy heading into mm. last week. And I picked up Antonio Brown thinking that was a genius pick because he's going to come back in a couple of weeks maybe. And Canarius Tony I have. It's like, I'm going to have to start Traquan Smith and hope McLaurin can play. Otherwise, I'm going to have a zero already in the first week. So here's the, okay, so we got to talk about this, but let's do a, let's take a quick break for an ad. We'll talk a little bit of this COVID situation because it's just bananas. Um, but let's take a quick break, a little space for our advertisers. All right. Hope you enjoy that as much as we did. There's like a ridiculous amount of COVID cases in the league and it's really going to screw up everything. Um, it's going to just destroy the fantasy playoffs could destroy the real NFL playoffs if they don't get a hold of this and they can't get a hold of it because punishing the unvaccinated players doesn't make any difference. These masks or the protocols, it's not doing shit. They're all catching it. And Goodell, I think was just floating. I said this on XM and Jeff argued that they wouldn't do this. And then right then a tweet came on that said, Oh, they might do this. And to Jeff's credit, he said, he said, oh, you're right, right away. Not, not like these nutless monkeys on Twitter who argue. And then when the thing happens, I never hear from them again. But, but like, I'm like, dude, the NFL, why are they testing asymptomatic players? If I work in a crowded restaurant, right? If I'm a, a cook in a crowded restaurant or a waiter where there's people bustling all over around me, I don't get tested if I'm asymptomatic. If I'm sick, I, I'm supposed to stay home. They wouldn't even know if I were, if I just wanted the job and I just being selfish, I didn't care. But They'd say, stay home if you're sick, but they're not going to bother me if I'm asymptomatic. So you have all these guys getting tested all the time. A lot of them are asymptomatic and they're testing positive and they're, it's ruining the league, right? If you're sick, if you have a fever or whatever, got symptoms, like stay home. And that, that's just the normal thing, right? You could even say that if they had the flu, you probably wouldn't want them spreading the flu either. The, the idea that the NFL has this ridiculous testing protocol that nowhere, nowhere else has, because for what? Why? The, these guys, here, here's the tell, right? Even the people who are the most, you know, who believe that... We need to end COVID. It's only going to end if we all wear masks or something like that. They still believe that. Even these people, and many of them are in our industry, they never say when a player goes on COVID, oh my God, I hope he survives. You never see like Aaron Rodgers and that whole scandal. They're never saying, oh my God, I, I don't agree with this choice. I just hope he's okay. I hope he took, he took a huge risk. I hope he survives. Nobody says that. Why? Because they're not worried about him. Why? Because... Nobody believes that any of these guys are likely to die. Now, could they? Is it possible? Of course it is. You know, you could die. It's before. almost like they're upset when the Rogan treatment works, too. It's almost like it, it's back. Well, they're not. They're works. mad, right? <laughs> I mean, chances are Aaron Rodgers wouldn't find taking no Either treatment way. at all. Right, right. But, you know, it's your life. You only have one. So you, you don't necessarily want to gamble on it. So you take the protocol that you want to take. Regardless, you don't see people worried for their health. And nor should they be. I mean, three years ago, players got the flu. But you wouldn't be like, I hope he doesn't die. You'd be like, course he could die but i'm not i don't it's such a it'd be such an unlikely event so i think so what I does think the nfl do loosen up the rules then is uh, that, is what, that stop testing testing asymptomatic players i mean they'll probably throw in some cumbersome burden for the unvaccinated players just to like save some pr face when they're backtracking on the the other I pr say, that, i wonder how they're going to spin this yeah they'll say look, they'll yeah. say the outcomes have been really good and, and the players have agreed to this and we want to make sure they're comfortable with it but we want to make sure the unvaccinated have to do eight tested, you know, whatever. They're going to do something to them just to make people feel like they got their punishment and no, no one's getting, getting away with it. Look how much we've sacrificed. How can you let them get away with it? But anyway, I, I think they're going to come up with something like that because 
they can't destroy the season. And they can't, I mean, they don't know that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, well, Aaron Rodgers won't get it because he's got it, but Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert or Kyler Murray won't get it during the playoffs. We, we can't just have whole teams knocked out. Injuries are already a thing that are going to happen and, and screw things up. And it's already been a, a real problem in, in basketball and in football, baseball. It makes the playoffs a lot you know, fake, stupid. Why, why is this interesting? We don't even have the best teams. You throw in like COVID randomness and you have the, uh, the Vikings playing the, you know, the Broncos in the Super Bowl because all the good teams got COVID. No one's going to want that product. No doubt. I know. I'm very curious to see what happens because this has been overwhelming. I guess it could, you could have seen it coming in hindsight because it happens when the weather changes and it happened last year. But Dude, uh, frankly, it caught me off guard. I was just like, you know, I just didn't, I didn't see it coming, but maybe I should have. It's always seasonal and this is when they yeah. spike. And I think it was Mike Florio, the guy in, uh, was it Pro Football Talk? Pro Football Talk, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he tweets out, what did he tweet out? He tweeted out something hilarious. He said, we got they got to investigate the epidemic of fake Vax cards like Antonio Brown got busted with. He got suspended for that. You could see that they obviously all have fake cards. Look how it's spreading. It must be the fake cards. There can't be any other explanation. And then Cornell, which is like 97% vaccinated the college, they just shut down because they had a, a breakout. The fake Vax cards at Cornell. That must be the explanation for that too. There must be fake Vax cards everywhere. Portugal's so highly vaccinated. Our cases keep going up. Must be the fake Vax cards. There's no other explanation. Any other explanation for why the virus is spreading despite extremely high vaccination rates is misinformation. So I guess we got to, I guess we got to go with fake vax cards. I guess that's the explanation. They just can't say it. You can't face the reality of it, which is that, oh, apparently this thing's going to spread regardless of any of the mitigation measures. There's just like no correlation between vaccination rate, masks indoors, masks outdoors, no correlation at all between the, the efforts that people are making and the outbreak. It's just seasonal. Really, there's a, there's a huge correlation between seasonality. If you look at Florida, everyone's like, oh, Florida, they, they don't have any rules. This is why. This is the summer. That's where Florida, everyone's indoors. Everyone's hiding from the, uh, the heat, air conditioning. They're all inside. It spreads in Florida. In, in the fall and the winter, it spreads in the Northeast and, and in Europe. I guarantee in the spring and in the, in the summer, it's going to do the same thing. If you lay the, the case rates on top of each other month to month, they almost fit perfectly. So this was predictable. But like, I'm also like, you know, fuck, I don't want to ruin the football season. I don't want my fantasy playoffs decided on just whoever happens to be sick or not. Well, yeah, even worse too, Survivor. Someone's going to be ruled out, you know, after that lock Saturday. I right. Mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's going to happen to someone, you know, it is. I mean, it has already a couple of times. It already happened to the Steelers. Uh, one, one with Roethlisberger, yeah. No, it yeah. did actually happen because of COVID. Yeah, so I could foresee that. I mean, odds are that's definitely going to happen again. So that that would really suck. Team of Destiny is going to happen, dude, but we're going to win anyway by like a Let's point. Win with, yeah. yeah. And then we're going to, you know, Colt McCoy <laughs> is going to be a hero this week. And then, you know, we're not going to like it during the game, but we'll, <laughs> we'll process that the stress and then we'll move on build just more like character yeah we'll just yeah. build more character you know but yeah man that thursday night i game, can't handle it man i know i keep saying it but dude it's so bad it's like yeah. I, I can't uh, even that, that thursday that night game Den I, don't, I don't No, the denver game i'm saying was horrible because i had to wait till the afternoon games i had to watch all these morning games and, and they were terrible games yeah, they were like unwatchable yeah. too and then denver's even though they won easily man it have to i mean i uh it's gonna yeah just let's just need to get this over with but um <laughs> are we gonna so, talk the games or what or, or something we can go over a couple or what do you I, do? I, I think we should just go over a couple games and we'll talk about some other stuff quickly but whenever i'm editing it i'm always bored editing the yeah. parts that were just here's some games i like i like a couple of games uh, we went three and two last week we we're four and one so we're seven and three the last two weeks and we just keep it up both of yeah. our best bets lost but whatever I like, I'm fine with taking Miami. I took Miami. I mean, it's kind of a big right. line, but I'm, I'm fine with it. 
to 10 now, though. So you just got to see. Oh, we'll look at that it. one then. Yeah, eight and a half is a lot better than 10. But yeah, we'll yeah. look at it. Okay. okay. I like Cincinnati. Oh, that's up awesome. to two and a half, which is good. I, 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 I just, I just I, think it's time I, for them to win. I think they, no, they yeah, Denver is the be- most neutral run rate other than the uh, Patriots over the past month or whatever. And the Patriots game skewed anyway. Bengals defend the run well. I like the way this sets up when okay, I really too, like the too. Bengals. I like okay. And and Teddy Bridgewater so bad. Okay, we dude, yeah, we yeah, we had yes, I agreed. Okay. So we're taking the Bengals. That's one of my best bets. The other best bet I have is I like the Bills to just kill Carolina. Yeah, I, I just, I just think I wrote okay. them in the stat picks. Okay, yeah, one of mine, I wrote right. stat picks. I gave it a lot and, of options, yeah. And then yeah. my best bet's the Saints, plus I hope that it goes up to 11. I, they, they always play Tampa tough. They got their whole offensive line. I think Ryan Ramchick's going to be back. I know Taron Armstead's back. They got Marcus Davenport. They got Cameron Jordan. They got Alvin Kamara. Taysom Hill's way better than Simeon. This is a different Saints team that played that month that was terrible. Tampa probably win at home, but I think it's going to be a game. Bucks are going to absolutely kill them. There's like five of the last six games on the road. People don't realize they're averaging like 40 points at home. I mean, that Bills game, they were killing them, and it's left the foot off the gas. Taysom Hill, this is – dude, I watched that. Thankfully, they played the Jets game and that long run at the end, but it, this is the worst passing offense in the NFL possibly. This could no, the get – The Giants with Glennon. The Giants with Glennon. Taysom Hill no, 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 actually, the, the will get fantasy points. Don't get me wrong, but this is a horrible setup. The Bucks are one of the ones I liked my best bets of this week. But, I mean, if they're your best, the Saints, I don't really care to fight. Well, if you're, no, I don't care. I've, I've lost my last five best bets, so no, it's not, I'm not in that groove anymore. The Bucks are going to absolutely kill this Taysom Hill team. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. it's going to be ugly on a Sunday I, night game. They're going to be like, why is this in prime time? I don't agree. I think the Saints okay. are tough. All right. Okay. I know they've won. Like, isn't Brady uh, like one in three against them? I think since joining well, Tampa. I, I just think when you know they they've been playing without like their main, defensive their line. their strength, their offense and defensive lines are their strengths, and they were playing with missing those guys and no Camara, their best player, and they're playing Camara's with Trevor Simeon. You know, so I I just think this is a tough. This is okay. a good team, and eleven is a huge line, and the Bucks like the Bucks secondary is better now. Carlton Davis is back, so they're not they're pretty well rounded now. They're getting better. I just think they're going to play him pretty tough. So yeah, um, maybe we will get some more design runs. It's okay. I, I'll mark it down as a, as a, maybe, no, no I don't care. I, I don't really care. The other one, if Danny dimes plays this Dallas, I mean, I oh, love yeah. the giants, but I don't think uh, he's going t- to, is he? no tire. Well, no Tyron yeah. Smith. The problem is that Mike Lennon is so bad. We're trying to hope for the chargers to knock some people out, the giants to beat the chargers. And it was such a it. hope. It was so yeah, hopeless. hopeless. It was like, you just couldn't even. Okay. So that, so that's four. Well, who were you thinking you like, of there? Who were you talking about though? I was talking about uh, the Giants if if it's Danny Dimes, but uh, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, and the problem with the Cowboys is their defense looks so good, but yeah, no, defense Dak's is good, right but at all. D- but, Dak yeah. is whack, oh, and, and and I would and, be with uh, you if it was Dimes. Yes. Yeah, be, okay. It might move the line a little bit, and then what else? I would take Houston. I mean, why is Jacksonville three and a half? I mean, yeah. that's just. Cr- and then Urban Meyer. Did you see the whole thing about Josh Lambeau? I he did kicked- just see this. I was recording another pod, but my producer was telling me all about it. Yeah, go ahead. He kicked someone. Lambeau. He just kicked. He just kicked Josh Lambeau. Like, just gave him a kick in the ass, or kick in the leg while he was like stretching, and he's like, "What's up?" You know, and 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 Lambeau's like, "Don't ever kick me again." And he's like, "Don't ever talk to me like that again." I'm your coach. I can kick you as much as I want. And I guess this kind of went back and forth. I don't know why Lambert just didn't get up and like kick him in the ass super hard. He's a kicker. Don't be a kicky, be a kicker. Kick him in the ass super hard. What, what would they do? Like cut him? He'd be like, yeah, but kick me. I kicked you back. Like, you know, like that's just, yeah. he's probably, I think Lambo's pissed. He's speaking out because, other, you know, Marvin Jones doesn't yeah. like Urban Meyer. Nobody likes Urban Meyer. But I think he's also pissed. You know, when you like, when you let someone get over on you and you don't like, you have a retort, but you think of it too late. And by that time they've left, uh-huh. like, God damn, I should have said, Jerk store you know, yeah, 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 of course. And uh, I think it was that he was like, I should have kicked that dude. Right. Cause they caught him anyway. He should have kicked that dude. And he, and he couldn't have gotten sued because 
he just got kicked. You know, it would have been a proportional response. Yeah. And plus, he's got, you know, a 50-yard field goal he could have kicked him with, you know? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lamb, exactly. Um, yeah, Detective Davis Mills has been horrible on the road, but three and a half points with – give me a break. Yeah, I, with Urban Meyer. Yeah, I'm, I'm good I, I would say um, – I just don't – I just – that's the sucker play. That's the sucker play because I don't see how – I could see it being two and a half, two, right. pick them, maybe three on a stretch, but it's it's not a long trip. But three and a half just seems like they're begging you to take Houston. Yeah. So it's a little it's a little trappy, I guess. It's very yeah. trappy, but I mean, yeah. I'm willing to be the sucker in this trap. The only one ones I, I would suggest uh, is Ravens, but that line is growing to five and a half. So it's just obviously Lamar's not playing and with the over-under so low, I guess. And the Packers but, um, are so good. Yeah, but special teams, there's a huge discrepancy there. And that's a lot of points, but the yeah. Packers are good. Uh, what about Seahawks getting four and a half with the Rams coming off that win on Monday night and Russell Wilson's back? Yeah. Is he back for real though? He looked, I mean, I watched that game cause I had the Texans and he looked, he was good out. I mean, he was making the throws. Metcalf could have had three touch, like separate yeah, okay. touchdowns. I took the Rams, but I, I didn't realize. I, I just oh, okay. Never mind. Okay. All right. Okay. I, no, no, okay. I would we take, I would, we got we five. Use... We got five. We'll throw your saints, Texans, you, bills, Bengals, dolphins, but we'll talk more in XM anyway. So we got, we could use it. You know, I, I could see Seattle because the Rams will win this game because I, I just feel like Seattle's out of it in the Rams. This is, they're going to make a move on Arizona, but but Seattle could keep it really close. I mean, it might be really hard. You know, they might give the Rams a really hard game. So I could see it. Yeah. I, I kind of like uh, Chicago yeah. getting three and a half, maybe even four, because Minnesota's life and death with everybody. Why wouldn't uh, in Chicago in a freezing Monday night game? I mean, that to me doesn't yeah. seem like. Yeah, so, even if they uh, go up 20 to nothing, I'm still, you're still lying. Very much. Just, yeah. That's the craziest thing on Thursday night. They're up 29 nothing. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. I guess this is the one game we're wrong about. Of course, we're not wrong about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're sorry, yeah. we're right about it. I was like, I mean, it's one game where they, uh, and I had oh, yeah, first murder. Thursday game, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was barely, yeah, right to the very end, totally. You know, I like the Bears, I'm, I'm with you there, yeah. And, and Fields has been okay, okay, all right, cool. We'll talk more on, on XM, okay. You got anything else on your mind? Um, no, that was uh, pretty much it. Um, succession season finale was awesome. I didn't see it, I didn't watch it. I know yet. you're behind, but the finale is so so good, so really okay, good. But good. um, that's all, yeah, that's all I got for you. Let's congratulations again and to all the RotoWire crew. Yeah, thank you. I'll pass it on. And uh, all right, man, team of destiny. I mean, we can't, this is, but at this time next week, we got to be having the same conversation. Okay. I mean, this I is know. not, it's not an option. Not. It's not an option to show up on this video and audio, this podcast video and not be having a conversation until the 6 million is, is banked. That's it. Right. No doubt. Oh yeah. Team of destiny. Let's do this. Let's go. Right. Let's do it. All right. Later, all right. Liz. Take it easy.